You are listening to Unified Through Chronic and Mental Illness with your hosts, Angie Roberts and Kimberly Murphy. Please be advised that some of the topics of this podcast can be triggering and sensitive in nature. Survey finds 31% of Americans have been bullied as an adult. Hey Spoonies, mental health warriors, friends and supporters, welcome to another episode of Unified. I'm Kimberly Murphy here with Angie Roberts. Hey y'all. And we have an awesome guest host, Julie Shimkus. You may remember her from our motherhood and mental illness episode, which was actually back in season one, oh episode five. Hi, Julie. Hi. Hey. Hey, Julie. <laughs> there she is. And today we are talking about bullying. Um, and you guys, I don't think the timing could be any better to talk about this. I don't know if you heard about the story. It was about 10 days ago. So a couple weekends back. A 10-year-old girl um, out of Utah uh, who was African-American, lived and had autism, died by suicide on November 6th. And Mm. her mother, um, Brittany, they used to call her Izzy, the the little girl. Um, Her name's Isabel, Mm. and they called her Izzy. She said that she was bullied in Foxborough Elementary School. Um, they had numerous complaints. Nothing was ever changing. The kids were bullying her for her race and as well as being autistic. Mm. And her mom said she was an easy target, especially after a teacher joined in mocking this young lady, as any parent would, would reported this issue to her teachers, the school administration and the district administration. Nothing. Nothing was done to protect Izzy. Children did not have their behavior corrected. So the torment of this child continued day after day. Now, listen to what the school had to say, and then we can talk about this a little bit, okay? <laughs> listen to this. This is going to upset okay. you. The school has to say, we take all incidences and reports of bullying seriously. At this time, the incident we are aware of involved one other student. The teacher and administration responded quickly and appropriately. As with all allegations of bullying, our investigation will continue. The school district is under federal scrutiny after a Department of Justice investigation revealed that serious and widespread racial harassment in its school by students, but also some staff, has been prevalent. Like, it's been horrible in mm. their school system. Mm-hmm. Now, this just happened 10 days ago. Yeah. We're not talking, you know, like, so bullying is still so prominent in our schools. And what really infuriates me about this story is the staff was part of the bullying. That is, that is seriously the saddest part. It is because I think they know better. Right. And they were picking on her with the students. There was one incident that they did talk about where the kids were picking on her and mocking her. And then the, the, the teachers, basically one of the teachers had chimed in in mocking her. Um, My gosh. Now I got to say, I was in a situation like that as a kid where a couple Mm -hmm. girls were teasing me. And the teacher started laughing and thought it was funny rather than stepping up and saying, hey, don't do that. So when you're a child, you feel like you're being victimized, even if they don't say anything, but they're aware of what's going on. Exactly. Right. Now, what, what was your experience, Angie? Because I know you had some stuff going on in school, too. Um, I had a lot of bullying stuff going on in school. I was bullied throughout the whole school, like. 
your whole, whole school career in school right <laughs> right <laughs> the whole time I was in school college um all that stuff wow. so okay so we have it was a lot. really hard yeah. yeah I have a lot to talk about uh coming up so stopbullying.gov says bullying is unwanted aggressive behavior among school-aged children that involves real or perceived power imbalance. So to be called bullying, things have, there's three things that have to happen. First of all, you must be aggressive. And then it should include an imbalance of power, uh, physical strength, access to embarrassing info to control or harm others. That's the imbalance of power. Right. And repetition. So that would be the difference between an assault versus constant bullying or I would think so. Yes. Right. Like just as just they're saying like one incident versus over time. Right. And we're mm-hmm. just talking about school bullying when we're talking about the school age. Well, that, yeah. course, well I'm, I'm talking about my schools. <laughs> oh, goodness. My That's a whole nother here. podcast. <laughs> right. And you know what really got me was when I was thinking of the imbalance of power and I wasn't quite sure about what that meant. And when they said physical strength, that was kind of, I was like, well, of course, but access to embarrassing info to others mm-hmm. to control or to harm them. Oh my gosh. Was I ever, ever mean girl oh my God. like this? This was me. This was my issue in school because the girls I hung out with, my mom thought were great because their parents had money, but they unfortunately were also very horrible to each other. Um, And they're called basically relational bullies. So just real quickly, these girls, basically, it's usually girls, first of all, Um, they tend to use relational aggression, especially between the fifth and eighth grades. And they're basically called frenemies. So they'll be like relationally aggressive towards each other, using their social standing instead and that's mm. how they control each other or they'll use secrets against each other. Right. So they'll be like gossip. Like she said this about you, you know, and then the whole group would just like basically take that person and act like they don't exist for a couple of days. And then of course they forget about it and they do it to somebody else. Um, and it's really bad when it's your own friends doing it to you. That's really hard. Right. Or, you know, the embarrassing, like your secrets that you've told your friends mm-hmm. and then right. And that happened to me. I, um, something really bad had happened to me. And I told one of my friends and I kind of don't want to go into too much of it, but um, they ended up asking the person and then um, telling other people. And it was like, really, this is what's supposed to stay between us. And it's, it's such a big, um, it's so embarrassing Mm-hmm. And it's, it's such a big letdown for you. Uh, you know, you're so disappointed in that person and you don't know how to act when you're at that age. So yeah, at that age, you're not really sure how to handle that kind of um, rejection and betrayal. Right. Mm-hmm. Julie, do you know anything about this mean girl stuff? I am sorry to say, but I was a mean girl. <laughs> yeah. But mine, mine was more of like a power trip because I had the mean boyfriend so he was like the big man on campus Mm -hmm. so I had the I was you know I don't know what you would call that so I was the mean girl on campus because I had the mean boyfriend on campus so right the imbalance of power again yeah 
the, you know, your status of having the, you know, and it, we don't know what to do with that when we're young. So uh, we're going to talk about actually how the bullies get to be bullies. So mm-hmm. that'll be interesting here in a little while. So um, what are the types of bullying? Why don't we go over? Because I know there's different kinds. Um, Like I was talking about relational bullying. What else is there? Yeah, there's actually um, a few types. Um, Verbal, of course, saying or writing mean things such as teasing, name calling, inappropriate sexual comments, Mm -hmm. which can go on to lead to uh, sexual harassment, Um, taunting, threatening to cause harm to others. So that's verbal. Mm-hmm. Then we have social bullying, hurting someone's reputation or relationships. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Such as leaving someone out on purpose, telling other children not to be friends with someone, spreading rumors, embarrassing someone in public. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Physically bullying, hurting someone or their possessions, such as hitting, kicking, pinching, spitting, tripping, pushing. Mm-hmm. Uh, taking or breaking someone else's things, making mean or rude hand gestures. Yeah. So that's the physical bullying too. So, um, so you have the three kinds. Right. And like me and Julie were like, yep, because you know, girls, that was, that's the whole thing. Leaving them out, leaving them out, um, ruining the reputation, gossiping, Mm -hmm. saying this girl was with that guy. And she's really like, she sleeps with everybody or, and nowadays think about it. We have cell phones for our girls and our, even our sons, like they're sending back and forth these pictures. And next thing you know, everyone's seen them. It's just horrible uh, with social media, especially with easy access to each other. And all, you know, could you imagine being bullied on online and at school? Yeah, it would be crazy. I'm mm-hmm. so glad that we did not live in that time. I don't know what I would have done. Right. <laughs> I know. So there are effects on bullied kids. They have depression and anxiety, mm-hmm. um, increased feelings of sad and loneliness, lack of interest in activities, These issues, a lot of times they spill over into adulthood and they have health complaints. Um, I'm going to talk about that in just a second. uh, Decreased academic achievements and most likely to miss, skip, or drop out of school. Well, yeah, who wants to be there when this happens? Right. So when I was in school, when I was in middle school I was bullied a whole lot I had a girl uh before before that I had a girl that had threatened like written a note and threatened to kill me and so my mom had taken care of that but this girl I hated it when it came time to go to school with this girl she was a year older than me but I hated it when it came time for us to meet back in a school together right so I was bullied a lot. And when it says health complaints, I got to a point where I would wake up in the mornings and my stomach, I just, I wanted to throw up. I mm-hmm. hurt so bad. I was having diarrhea. I was having all kinds of icky stuff. Sorry to be gross, but this is just the truth. 
every morning, every morning. And wow. when my mom said I wouldn't have to go to school, it would stop. And my mom was like, well, you're just, you know, I don't know how you're <laughs> faking this because you're, I mean, but right. you must be faking this. So she would make me go to school. Mm-hmm. Well, I would go to school and by first or second period, I was in the nurse's office because I was sick and nauseated and have a diarrhea. So they would send me home from school. And this went on for like two months. And I just couldn't get it together. Like, I don't even remember how I got it together. Maybe my mom just made me start going to school. I can't really remember. Sometimes things are a blur, but I didn't know really until I was really reading this, that that's what it was. I was being bullied so bad. It was, it was causing me health issues. Mm-hmm. And that is, that's really sad. It is. It, it causes a lot of anxiety. Yeah. Right. Right. And that anxiety in, in turn causes you to have those issues. So I think that a lot of the, the kids too that hang out with the bullies kind of yeah. go through some of this because I remember Zach telling me when he was little, um, he hung out with a bully and one day they had kicked this boy. He was laying in the sidewalk when they were kicking him and my son was kind of sitting standing on the side with these other boys. And I said, how could you do that? What is wrong with you guys? How could you? And he said, mom, if I don't, if I don't hang out with the bully, he's going to do it to me. And they have just as much anxiety, a lot of these kids. So the bully has a lot of followers that are just really afraid that they're going to be on the other end of it. So I can see that too in those kids. Um, And that's sad. It's sad that you have to feel um, that you're, you have to be friends with somebody to, not be bullied and you don't even like the person you're having to be friends with right it's true be surprised how many people actually do that in school um it's all about your social standing really and that's that really is Mm -hmm. yeah there's a lot of separate you know everyone's in their separate cliques i'm hoping that it's better now is it better now you guys please tell me it's better now no you just no. read an article that showed it's i know better. but i'm hoping that's like everybody <laughs> sees those stories right and they say that's that's an extreme case that doesn't usually happen that is it's not true it does happen yeah it happens all the time and it's really sad um i just saw it's another story more, more yeah there was another story about another little girl um so which happened recently too so i mean i know it's not in every school but it shouldn't be happening at all right and there was a well there's a really sad stat when I was reading this that 12 of the 15 school shootings caused in the 1990s the shooters had the history of being both 12 of the 15 people yeah yeah so it's a real interesting um statistic to me I was just like wow that's crazy Hey, Julie, how you doing over there? I'm doing pretty good. This is some pretty information, good stuff. But at the same time, it's so sad and really eye opening. It is. Does your um, do your kids get bullied in school at all? Well, you know, my daughter, even though she's just six and in kindergarten, it's you would think that that wouldn't be happening right now, but it Mm. is. And it's more, yeah, I know it's more over body image because she's a little 
She's a little thing and she's petite, but damn, she's so smart. And so she's getting it from both ends. She's getting, it, she's getting it from being smart. And then she's getting it because of her body image, because she's petite and she's, you know, she's, oh, she's got small muscles and oh, she's got small feet. And it's just, it's just starting and it hurts because I didn't think about any of this till at least, you know, mean girl, middle school. Right. right. And it's, it hurts as a mom to see that so young and she she is so emotional and so empath that it it hurts her and it shouldn't be this should be the time this should be the time when everything should be good you know Mm -hmm. yeah it is really early for that to start and I wonder if this is the new trend I hope not is this just in school or public or um with her it's at school um, now if we start doing it public, that's a whole different story. Um, my son, he is special needs and he's going to be turning nine. Um, if you want me to go into that, I can go into that. Yeah. <laughs> we can go into that. About that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a whole nother ball game. Um, so my son is special needs. Um, he's legally blind and he's non-mobile but he can walk with assistance, blah, blah, blah. So he kind of looks at you funny. So, cause he can't really see. So he kind of has to tilt his head to look at you. So mm-hmm. apparently that bothers a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So, and he's nonverbal. So when he talks, he talks kind of different and he kind of is loud sometimes, but we understand what he's doing, but other people don't. So we will get comments of like, Oh, this is hard to talk about. Um, mm-hmm. Why didn't you keep him at home? Um, Why is he? Yeah. Like, why did you keep, why is he out? Why did you keep him at home? Um, uh, Why don't you keep him quiet? Uh, Mm -hmm. Just ignorance tends to be come out when he's out. Um, And he, what kills me the most is he knows what people are saying to him and to Mm -hmm. us. Right. He knows. And just because he's not verbally ex- in his way, he's verbally expressing it, but it's just, and then it also comes and reflects on us. And we live in a Bible belt uh, state in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. And she knows I'm from and, there. <laughs> um, so we even get the comments that we are not, good parents were not worthy to be parents to him wow oh my gosh and we you know we didn't do anything wrong do you know what i'm saying yeah now they because it's the bible belt they've uh have they hit you with the whole demon thing yet yeah oh yeah Yeah. it's all been there if you prayed enough it wouldn't happen that kind of thing oh yeah 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 Yeah. and that you know he shouldn't be alive he shouldn't be Oh he God. is, yeah, he's the demon. Yeah, all of it. And that, it that sucks. Yeah. Oh, that makes me so mad and sad at the same time. I just, why do people have this? I have a serious question. Like, from a mom to a mom, how do you not lose your total shit on this? Uh-huh. Because I would be, excuse my language, y'all, but I would be I too. Would be, I would lose my shit. I, how do you keep it? Uh, obviously you're not in jail every other day so you have to be keeping it cool <laughs> uh, because I have to remind myself that a lot of 
uh, like 90% of the people that come and make these comments to us are ignorant. Right. Yeah. And um, they're just un- uneducated and they're ignorant. And I, I don't really waste my time, you know, and I just kind of like laugh it off and, you know, thinking my what a fucking dumbass. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> what a dumbass, you know, and I just, that's all I can do. But you, then there's the positive side of it when people, even though they come, Oh, bless your heart. You know, you have those people that are the double-edged sword of it, but then they want to ask questions. Those are, even though they come with that attitude, they ask questions. And yes, sometimes they're a little blase about what they're saying, but then when they come to me and they want to be educated about Alan and they want to know what's wrong, and then they walk away with some type of knowledge that, hey, even though he is this way, he's awesome, then I've done my job. Do you see what I'm saying? But it was those, when it's those negative people that come and say, oh my God, he's retarded or, oh, he's just, oh, why is goodness. he even out in public? You know, those are the people I don't want to waste my time with. Mm-hmm. And they'll say their snarky remarks and then be done with it. And it's like, you know, I hope you had a good day. I hope what you said is great and it made you feel better. I'm just glad you didn't, yeah. you know, I don't know. I know where you're going to go one day. So... <laughs> I'm glad it makes you feel better to bully my child. Yeah, I don't understand this at all. Like, I don't understand any adults out there who have any any part of themselves that says it's okay to treat another person like this. Like, shame on you, seriously. Like, I wanted, I want you to show yourself, show yourself, (laughs) show yourselves right now. So mad that this happens though. And you know, kids do it to each other. That's kind of understandable, a little bit. But when an adult does it to a child. Oh my gosh. And let me tell you, a lot of times it's adults with their kids that are doing it. Mm, mm, mm. So of course kids that a bully. Right. Yeah. Shame right. on you. And so it just, and I just look and I just, I'm just like, you know, I kind of, cru- not crusade, but I, I, I'm an advocate for this kind of stuff and I want to teach mm. people these stuff, but I, sometimes I feel defeated because of what I see. And sometimes I, I overhear it because they're doing it under their breath, but that's still, to me, it's still kind of bullying because they're teaching their kids how to do it because yeah, and it's just the, the overflow of it. And I just, and cause I know a year or two from now, that kid's going to be bullying some other disabled kid somewhere sometime, you they're know, teaching it, all their friends to do it. This spreads yes. really quickly. Yeah. Yes. So I just, but I have to keep fighting because I know, I know that one day, I know one day it'll change. Um, Alan has a great support system. And so I'm grateful. I am grateful for that. And so that's what does keep me going. So, right. That's what holds your (laughs) shit together. Yeah. And you're an awesome mom, Julie. You are so good. Well, you so really are you are. ladies too. You guys are <laughs> Look you. at what Thank you're you. doing. You're doing this huge change. I mean, you know, that's mm-hmm. how it starts. So I found it interesting as I was uh, researching is why bullies bully. And Julie, you said that you did a little bullying. Um, do you want to? Tell us why, or do you know why? Well, mine was all pretty much in high school, and I dated like the head honcho. 
mm-hmm. in high school. And um, so when there was rumors around that he was sleeping with this girl or sleeping with that girl, or he actually was in real life, um, I had to keep up my reputation of being, you know, the top girl. And I would go and start rumors about her. Oh, forgot to mention that I was in a abusive relationship physically and mentally. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes. Sad. Yeah. Uh, and he was such a great guy to begin with. <laughs> and um, right, right. so yeah. I had to keep up the reputation of being, you know, the bad girl at school, mm-hmm. mean girl, whatever. And um, so I would, you know, do the cutthroat things like beat him up, uh, start rumors about him, about that particular girl, uh, uh, trash their lockers, uh, cut their books up. Uh, what else? Wow, um, yeah. I would send other girls to beat them up. I would send other girls, you know, my little minions to go do uh, anything, uh, trash their cars, uh, write, you know, back then we would pass notes, uh, pass notes to say other stuff. I would go and mess around with their boyfriends. I would. um, Yeah. So this is pretty heavy duty stuff, but you were being driven by this abusive relationship. Oh, oh yeah. Because it it was all part of his peer pressure too. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was all because he wanted to manipulate it. And then some of the times it wasn't even true. And he just thought it would just be a fun game to do just to see me go be emotional and crazy. And I would cry to him and be like, why did you do these things? Mm-hmm. Why are you so mean? And he would just laugh. He was so manipulative and so mentally and physically abused. And I stayed with that guy, that douchebag for like six years. Oh, it was wow. It was horrible, you guys, and I am so glad that I got out of that relationship. And I was young. I was dumb. I got married to him when I was 18. It was horrible, and I am so glad that I got out of that relationship because it it probably would have gone way bad. And right. do I feel stupid for doing that? Oh, yes, but I think <laughs> I would have been more worse off had I continued it and gone down that dark path, which where he was leading me. Right. right. Yeah. That's it. But I, I think mean, that's helpful yeah. for people to hear because some people might say, oh, they might think about the bully and think, you know, deeper into it and be like, right. there might be reasons that they're doing this. Not that it makes it okay, but, you know, it's sometimes right. it helps and to know. It makes sense. Um, as we go through these lists, uh, there's a, a few uh, peer factors, family factors, emotional factors, school factors of why kids bully. And uh, it, some of it, I really see in Julie's story, like peer factors to show allegiance. She was showing allegiance to him right. and for control. Mm-hmm. You know, she's trying to control herself. This is where she needs to be. Family factors can uh, be why bullies bully. Some of them come home, come from homes with, with aggression at home from their parents or their caretakers. They have lack of emotional support or low parental parental excuse me low parental guidance yeah they're like out there on their own with no, nobody right they don't nobody know what caring do. yeah nobody's nobody is can you imagine just uh well we being bullied by your father or mother and yeah being out all hours and nobody cares like that kind of stuff yeah that's sad and I, can i squeeze in that i came from a wonderful home so yeah. it can just happen to anybody so there are effects on kids who bully um, 
they have abused alcohol and other drugs in adolescence and in adulthood. So some of them are alcoholics and drug addicts. Which is sad too, because they say if you are an alcoholic or you drink all the time, you stop maturing at the age you start drinking. So there, now you have a 15 year old father who's really 30 and abusing or at least bullying his child. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, A lot of them drop out of school. They have high criminal convictions and they're more likely to be abusers in adulthood. Which makes sense because if you can make that mental leap and bully to that extent all your life, why wouldn't you grow up to be more aggressive? You're learning how to be aggressive. So, yeah. And that's what Julie experienced. Mm -hmm. I feel the abuser, he became an abuser. Hurt people, hurt people. Mm -hmm. It's as simple as that. So Angie, what is the mantra for this week? Bullying is not a reflection of the victim's character, but rather a sign of the bully's lack of character. Oh, that's yeah, good. It is good. Yeah. And I mean, it's hard to remember that when you're the one being bullied. I really do love that mantra because it does say it all. Um, we hope that you enjoyed this week's episode. And if you did get something out of it, please like, share, follow, subscribe. Share, 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 and share. share. <laughs> All of our social media information will be announced in just a moment. Please join us next week for a brand new episode. You don't want to miss it. Until then, thank you for listening. And please remember that we are stronger together. Mask up. Peace out, guys. Thanks for being here, Julie. Thank you for having me. Unified through chronic and mental illness can be found at anchor.fm slash unified. There you can find all social media links as well as other ways to listen.